Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We will talk about sacred practices, ceremony, ritual, and dive into in the now crystal wisdom and insight. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I am Lori Andrus and welcome to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. Yes, you are in the right place. If you've been listening to the Crystal Shaman Life, we made a name change. Last episode, uh, we shifted from Crystal Shaman Life to Meet Me in Sacred Space. If you want to tune in and learn more about that change, uh, starting at episode 98 um, and listening to that series from 98 through 101, you'll kind of get a sense of the flow there. But, oh, it's been time to make a change and to evolve, to to go through a bit of change and growth and um, allow the outer world to reflect what's been unfolding within my inner world. I think we all do this in different ways, in different stages and in different timing. And I think this is one of the things that is up on the collective for a lot of people. We've been over the last couple of years in on deep journeys of inner transformation and our outer worlds are beginning to catch up. They're beginning to come into alignment with what has unfolded internally. So if you're noticing this within yourself, um, it can feel a little bit awkward sometimes. It can feel uncomfortable. And uh, like perhaps you're stretching into a brand new pair of jeans that's like a little bit tight, you know, and you you wear it a couple times and then all of a sudden it's like perfect comfort. But, um, But that's how it can kind of feel when we stretch into something new when we allow that inner expression to come out into the outer world and this is something I definitely am feeling I've I'm feeling this little bit of awkwardness around how exactly does meet me in sacred space want to be expressed and shared and I kind of had a little giggle this morning um, because I, I went to bed last night with that question in my thoughts and in my awareness. And um, I asked, I set the intention to have a bit more insight and deeper understanding around how this, how this a new name wants to be expressed. How does it want to be conveyed from even a video perspective, because I've been wanting to bring a little bit more video in um, without talking head (laughs) type of video um, to bring in something a little bit more beautiful um, and that something that reflects this, this sacred space experience. And you know, I, I went to bed and I um, woke up and I had a dream that was kind of just a bit, you know, goofy. Um, and it didn't really connect for me 
as, as an insight into the question I asked. But I have come to know that often what is experienced at night or during dream time um, is often clarified throughout the day. And as long as my intention continues to stay in my awareness, stay in my consciousness. And I think this is one of the challenges that sometimes we have. Um, we, we ask for support or guidance or insight, and then we live life and we forget about that we've even asked or we forget um, that we were, you know, asking for a little support around something. And sometimes that can be absolutely wonderful. Um, but when we're, um, oh, but there's times when it's really helpful to receive the insight in a bit more of a timely fashion. <laughs> and for me, I felt like this was one that I wanted in more of a timely fashion. So, uh, so I was out for a hike this morning that was one of the first things I did. Um, I, Koda and I went out for a hike and we walked a trail and while on, while we were on the trail, some insights began to come forward and I began to, to have vision, um, beyond the inner sensations and the inner knowing, I began to see the vision, the, the pieces coming together in the external way. And um, that was kind of exciting. That felt really, really great. And so I think, you know, <laughs> this is just kind of a tangent. We're going to be talking about something a little bit different. But um, I think it's really important that we give ourselves space and permission to be in the place of awkwardness when we are integrating um, integrating growth and change and transformation and healing. Because it takes time. It takes time for the new ways that we're coming to know ourselves to be expressed in the world. And I think so often we see things pop up and we assume it's it's been a fast it's instantaneous but there's often a lot that goes on behind the scenes and in the background and it takes many years to to generate the momentum to have things feel in alignment and congruent and um, to move forward in meaningful and powerful ways all right so here's here's where I want to go today um, I'm in the forest yeah, Coda and I are camping this week. We are spending a bit of time um, at one of my favorite local state parks. Um, this is a place that you may have heard me speak of before. Uh, I grew up camping here. I feel like this place feels as much like home as my home itself, my childhood home itself. Um, we spent many, many weeks and weekends camping here in the summer. Um, when it would be hot at home, we would come out here because we didn't have air conditioning and the lake generates some wonderfully cool temperatures in the, the heat of the summer. So this was one of our favorite places. Anyway, um, Coda and I are out here this week 
mostly for for two reasons. One, <laughs> we both really needed to get out of um, out of town for a bit and into nature and have some really immersive time in nature. And, you know, this was one of those things that we both were feeling. Um, it sounds really funny to, to say that about Coda, but, um, but I can tell, I can see it in her. She, she likes to be in nature and she just, she comes alive in a way that she doesn't at, um, in town. And I feel the same way. And I think um, there's something about disconnecting from all of the busyness that happens in in our um, in town and just really getting down to the basics and being in the camper, being in the woods, um, moving around, you know, going for hikes, sitting by the fire, um, being disconnected from all of my many devices is very refreshing. The other reason we uh, timed it out as we did um, is that our last fall, Chris and I ordered some new windows for our house. Um, we built we worked with a local builder um, and scheduled uh, some replacement windows for for our home. Um, they definitely, it definitely needs it. Our home was built in the 1950s and was kind of an assortment of windows. Some had been replaced over the years by previous owners um, and some had never been replaced. Yes, that house has some of the original windows in it. And while they are beautiful, um, they are very old and they've definitely served um, and they've definitely served the house well. So it was just time to finish and replace the rest of the windows um, and get, you know, get everything feeling, um, feeling congruent, <laughs> feeling in alignment, uh, feeling, feeling refreshed. And many of the windows, um, because of either their age or the ways they were maintained or weren't maintained or the style of window that was used to replace, many of them did not even open. And I am a person who loves to have windows open all the time. So um, <laughs> now all of our windows will open beautifully and Oh, we're going to see, see out the house fresh in a fresh way. But anyway, we wanted to schedule a little time away while they would be doing installation so that they could just work away and make noise and we could go and do our thing and we wouldn't disrupt each other. So I don't know that the timing exactly worked out as we had hoped, you know, life happens. Um, but I think it feels really good. It'll, we'll be able to come home. I think next week they'll probably have to come back and finish up some of the trim and stuff like that. But that is okay. I am so excited about the fresh view and I am delighted to have had time in the forest. So Coda and I um, spent this week just really <sighs> hiking, being immersed in nature. And I talk about spending time in nature and just how much that helps our energy field to reset 
and come into um, a more centered place and how supportive it is for us in being deeply present with our day-to-day lives, being fully present within our own bodies um, and being able to access you know, more like more totality of, you know, our being and to hear our inner voice, to tune in intuitively. It seems kind of obvious in many ways, right? And yet at the same time, uh, life is busy. It's active. And I think we get pulled into the busyness, we become um, distracted by or our energy becomes a bit scattered with all of the busyness of life. And we forget the importance of nourishing and nurturing ourselves in this way. So this week, it's, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, because I think spending an hour, spending an afternoon, spending even, you know, 15 minutes in, in nature is whoo, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, but there's something about coming out and being in the forest and having incredibly limited access to, um, to in being online, to texting, to making calls, to um, checking, you know, different things out, watching, you know, shows on um, on whatever your favorite streaming app is. Um, <laughs> there seems to be so many more of those um, than the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon top three, you know, that had been for a while. Um, it seems like that's expanding so much. But Anyway, it's really, there's something about being disconnected from all of that, not even having that as an option and softening into the experience of nature, just being present with nature, noticing, listening, being present. As Coda and I were coming down here, I kept hearing a quote by John Muir. And I just love this quote. It's one that often shows up um, when when I'm in meditation and I have gotten distracted and my energy has become scattered with day-to-day life and I have gotten to the place where I forget that, ah, yes, just go spend an afternoon in nature or I feel too busy to go and do that. Um, I this quote often just pops into my thoughts and it reminds me how important it is. And the quote is, into the forest, I must go to lose my mind and find my soul. Oh, I love it. I always love uh, John Muir's quotes that kind of, they always feel a little sing-songy to me um, and rhythmic. And they feel like a mantra, like, like something that I can just almost sing as I'm in rhythm, walking and moving and hiking and, and just being in nature. And there's an uplifting element um, that I feel with it. So it's kind of like the quote, the, there's the, the other one that I love by him is the mountains are calling and I must go. <laughs> it just, they make his quotes just make me smile, but this into the forest, I must go to lose my mind and find my soul. 
I think our minds become so overactive and busy. And I know mine does. Mine goes into the place of strategy and planning and um, organizing and uh, taking care of details and creating bits of structure. And while I'm a very creative soul, I also really appreciate having a plan, um, being focused, uh, having, you know, things organized. And um, I that that's my part of my nature is, you know, to have a well organized system. (laughs) And I can get very easily and very quickly into my head and overthink things. And, um, and I, I know that it's really most important for me to be deeply present within my body, within, um, within my awareness and tuning in with my intuition and spending time, immersive time in nature is one of the, one of the ways that, um, that happens really quickly. I think we hear about this a lot. You know, we've been hearing there's been a lot of research that's, you know, shown up in the last, you know, decade or two around the benefits of being in nature or even hearing nature sounds, having plants in our home, um, you know, just getting our feet upon the earth, placing our hands upon the earth. Uh, There's so much benefit to that. And I think, you know, having that awareness and and then expanding that even further because we have become such a culture of technology and connection um, through through the digital world I think we need to balance that and part of being able to balance that is allowing ourselves to be immersed deeply deeply immersed in nature and I think um getting outside, spending time outside, listening to the birds, noticing the animals that are around and engaging with them and being present with them. I feel like part of the meeting me in sacred space, the invitation that's being extended with this podcast is about connecting with the earth and meeting in the sacred space that the earth offers. And um, I want to share that with you uh, in in different ways. So I'm going to get a bit experimental. It may be it may work, it may not work. uh, But we'll we'll navigate it. (laughs) And I want to have fun with it. So as we wind down this episode, I want to leave you with that quote by John Muir. Into the forest, I must go to lose my mind and find my soul. It is time to let your soul sing, my friend. Let the life and light within you shine brilliantly in all facets of your life. Spend some time in nature. Reconnect with you. I wish you a beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now.